Minimalism is a journey towards living with less. It's not a destination to white walls and plants. Although that's a stereotypical thing that we think about when we hear minimalism, the truth is anybody can become a minimalist. Minimalism is about being intentional about the things that you own rather than trying to pare it down to a certain number of items or a certain style. Before we jump in today's episode, I want to remind you what we're working towards. We are working towards a house that's easier to keep clean, our mind to feel less cluttered, more time to spend with the ones we love, and more energy to do the things that we actually enjoy. After today's episode, you are going to be one step closer to that goal. So grab your coffee, keep on listening, and we are going to do this together. I want to give you an example. So let's say there's two minimalists. One of them likes a lot of home decor because it feels cozy to them. Where another person, they might choose to have no decor because they don't feel like maintaining it and it doesn't mean that much to them. They can both be minimalist. The truth is minimalism looks different for everybody. So to help you understand it a little bit more, I want to go over what minimalism truly means and I hope to squash some doubts that may be holding you back from trying it out. So first, what is true minimalism? True minimalism is living a simple life that is tailored to you and your values. This means that you're being intentional about the things that you own rather than living with excess or above your means. When you're able to do this, you're going to be able to focus on and appreciate the things that matter to you the most. And with that, you're going to feel a sense of contentment instead of this constant search for bigger, better, and newer. Pretty much this means that you value the items that you do own and that they have a purpose. But don't let that stress you out. Remember, this is a journey. We don't have to get down to that exact point. But when we try to make this lifestyle change to live with less, it'll get easier as we go. Now let's go over some of the doubts that you might be having. So a lot of times moms are wondering, can I be a minimalist because I have a baby, I have kids, and I have baby and kid things. Well, the thing is, you can still be a minimalist. It's not about getting rid of everything. It's about keeping the things that you actually use or that you truly value. So yes, you can still be a minimalist and you can still have the baby and kid stuff that you actually use. The best part about being a minimalist, in my eyes anyways, as a mom, is that you also get to teach your kids these different experiences. You can show them that you don't have to live up to a certain societal expectation that it's easier to maintain fewer things and it's going to be good for them to be able to learn how to maintain their own things. And we feel overwhelmed when we have a lot to maintain. Our kids are feeling the same exact way. So I feel like it's such a good lesson for them in that way too. But not only that, I know for personally for me, I found that I'm a lot more clear-minded 
and I can spend more time doing things with them. So yes, you can be a minimalist mom. Now the next one is can you be a minimalist if you live in a big house? And yes, absolutely, it's the same thing. If you're not living outside of your means and you don't have, let's say, an excess of things that are causing you physical or mental clutter, you can pretty much live anywhere and still be a minimalist. As I mentioned at the beginning, anybody can be a minimalist and it's going to look different for everybody. Like some people choose to live in an RV so they can travel more. Some people want a big house because they have a big family and they want to be able to have everyone over. It's all about what you value and how much you feel like you can maintain. Now another one is moms who have hobbies. A lot of times people think that maybe you can't have hobbies if you're a minimalist. And that's far from the truth because as a minimalist, you want to spend time doing things that you enjoy. So that's why you minimize the other things that you don't enjoy so that you can focus more on what you do. And as far as physical clutter, you're going to have more room to enjoy your hobbies if you're getting rid of that other stuff too. One thing I want to point out is that if your hobby makes you feel like it clutters up your mind and space too much, go through and check all the things that you have for your hobby and make sure that you actually use all of those items or that you actually will. So when you have your hobby items minimalized, you're going to have a lot more fun and be a lot more excited about what you can do with those things that you know you're actually going to use. Now for the next one, this is a very common one, is can you be a minimalist even if you are sentimental? And the answer for this is yes, you can. As you grow on your minimalism journey, it's going to be easier to figure out what things you truly value and appreciate and to be able to display those items instead of keeping them in boxes or stashed away. And you will also start to realize that some of those things you might be holding out of guilt or for other reasons. And there are so many resources that can help you find tips to be more minimal with your sentimental items. For example, if you have a physical item, you can take a picture of it and let the physical item go so that someone who's actually going to use it can appreciate it but you still have a picture of the memory. My mom actually did that when I was little to some stuffed animals. I had so many special sentimental things when I was younger and my mom took some pictures of some because I had too many and I held on to that picture for a while and then eventually got rid of it. So it's kind of coming back to those things of realizing that the memory is not the actual thing. The memory is seeing that thing and it reminding you of the memory. So pretty much as you can see, anybody can be a minimalist and it all looks different for everybody. It all comes back to what do you feel like you can maintain? What do you want to maintain? And what do you truly appreciate? I know it can be hard to get started 
So I want to go over the biggest roadblock that stops people from even trying minimalism. And I believe that's fear. You can have fear of getting rid of something you'll regret, fear that you may lose a sense of your identity, or maybe fear of judgment from others from living a different lifestyle or not living up to societal expectations. And all of these are normal thoughts, but remind yourself that you don't have to jump straight into minimalism. It's a journey. When you start with the easier decisions and slowly start making these shifts to a more minimalist lifestyle, it's going to get a whole lot easier as you go. So just start with the small steps. And as you keep going, you'll start experiencing more and more benefits of minimalism as you go. And if you're still wondering like how to start, stick around because next week I'll do another episode about how to begin your minimalism journey. I really hope this helped you see that minimalism is possible for you and there are so many benefits. So if this is something you're interested in, make sure to tune in next week and we'll go over how to begin your minimalism journey. Oh, one more thing before you go. If you're feeling unmotivated, if you have any questions, or if you want to celebrate your wins with me, there are two ways that you can do that. In the show notes, I'll have two links. One will be for my website at simplifymomlife.com, where I'll have the comments section open, or you can sign up for my email list with the other link so that you can get each podcast and blog post sent straight to your inbox every Tuesday morning. Remember, we are well on our journey to an easier to clean house, a less cluttered mind, and more time and energy for the ones you love and the things you enjoy. If you want to stick around, don't forget to click that subscribe button. Thanks for being here, and remember, we are on this journey together. Subscribe to my mom's podcast. It'll make her very happy.